Hey y'all, it's Naja Iman. Welcome welcome back to Light the World, a podcast for young Christians on a mission to light the world. Today is my first episode of 2024. I'm so excited about this one because um, it's a good one. You know, we got to start the year off strong. So the topic that we're going to be discussing today is New Year, same God period i like that y'all like that i like that let's get into the good stuff okay y'all know i like to start it off with a song so i got two for y'all today the theme songs of this episode are more and more by israel and new breed and i need your glory by ernest Pugh. so y'all it's 2024 it's time to do a new thing it's time to become a new person isn't it amazing that we serve a god that is always the same he's the same god that he was yesterday that he is today and the same god that he is today will be the God that he is tomorrow. So instead of making a list of New Year's resolutions to accomplish this and get that and make this amount of money and gain all of these material things, how about this year, this 2024, we strive to be more like God, more like our creator, more holy. Let's strive not to necessarily have more, but to be more. I think 2024 is the year of more, okay? It's 2020 more if you will (laughs) less of us and more of god more discipline more discernment more spiritual maturity more listening to god's voice and actually obeying god's voice more bible study more prayer you know more fellowship more going to church (laughs) more holiness more walking the walk and not just talking the talk the bible tells us exactly what god wants from his children so let's act like we know and start doing more of what he wants us to do let's let this year be the year that we produce more good fruit luke 6 43 through 44 says a good tree cannot produce bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit a tree is identified by its fruit so let's produce more good fruit this year let's think about god's character and try to mimic that in the best way we know how even though we'll never measure up to how good god is let's try that this year let's try it out malachi 3 6 says i am the lord and i do not change what what do you think about when you think of god what what key character traits does god possess he's good he's faithful he's loyal he's honest he's strong he's powerful he's reliable he's a promise keeper he's great he's amazing he's loving he's kind He's peaceful. He's forgiving. He's compassionate. I could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. When you take notes about God's character, let that really sink in. Meditate on God's character. Meditate on who God says he is and reflect on that daily. Like we serve a powerful God. We serve an amazing God. We serve a great God. That is who we serve. Let's think of that more this year and let his character inspire us to be better, to be more. The theme for this year, for my 2024, is discipline and discernment. That's what I'm trying to focus on. You have to be a disciplined individual to be a disciple. Hold on. We're going to do some etymology real quick. The root word of discipline is disciple. The word discipline comes from discipulus, which is the Latin word for pupil. As Christians, we are pupils of Jesus Christ. We are his students. So in order to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, we have to be disciplined. We have to be able to exercise self-control and listen to someone 
someone greater than us. So we need to pray for more discipline every day. And we need to pray that God gives us discernment and act on what we hear from him and him alone. And hearing from God, I think when people say that they want to hear from God or they don't hear from God, that they expect God to literally call out to them from heaven above with a loud, a loud voice. When the most simple way he speaks to us is, is through his word. But if you're not reading the Bible, then how can you hear God's voice? The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God will stand forever. The word of God never changes either. So what is in the book? That is the word. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. What God says in this book, that's final. Everything you need is in this book. It's forever. It's fixed in time and it doesn't change. The translations might get updated every now and then, but the content is all the same. So you want to hear God's voice? Open your Bible. He'll speak to you. 2024 is the year of using the Bible as a guide to guide us through life. No more, no more consulting with my bestie before I consult with God. No more venting to whoever will listen before I vent to God. No more trying to figure out a solution to a problem that I, that I need solved without asking God for help. No more putting my faith in everything but God. I've been thinking about idolatry a lot lately and anything you put before God is an idol. It doesn't matter what it is. If you wanna know if you're idolizing something, think about where your mind is at most of the day. Think about where your attention lies. If Jesus is not the answer, then something is taking the place of God and that's a problem. The thing about idols is we literally have to cast them down daily. Like it could be the simplest thing. Going to a therapist and spilling your heart out to them before you talk to God. I feel like that could be a form of idolatry. And it's like, it's it's subtle, it's innocent. You might think that it's not, but like when you get to the root of it, what God sees is you putting something before him. What I have had to come to terms with over the past few um, days that I've been thinking about idolatry and preparing for this this episode is that I have to understand weak spots that the enemy may try to attack this season. I have to stay aware, I have to stay alert, I have to stay on 10 because spiritual warfare is only going to increase once the enemy sees that you trying to, you know what I'm saying, take your relationship with God seriously and put real time, energy, and effort into connecting with God on a daily basis, he'll throw whatever he can at you. And, and you have to be so gamed up that you see it coming from a mile away so that when it does come, you're like, hold on, you can't get me. Like my eyes are open and I've been peeped. You know what I'm saying? I've been peeped. We need more discernment. We need to pray for more discernment and use the wisdom that God gives us. Use the, the gift of the Holy Spirit that God gives us. Thank you, God, for giving us the gift of the Holy Spirit to be able to see into situations with our spiritual eyes because it's deeper. I feel like you can't have discernment without obedience. There's always a basis for decision making, right? What does God say versus what doesn't he say? If God tells us to do something and we don't do it, that's being disobedient and we didn't discern a situation properly. This takes me back to 1 Kings 13, 1 through 32. So God told this prophet, don't eat no food, don't drink, no drink, right? He runs into this old prophet and the prophet is basically trying to get him to eat some food. The old prophet is trying to get him to eat some food. The other prophet is like, I can't eat anything 
or drink anything because God told me not to do that, right? I'm on 1 Kings 13 verse 18. The old prophet answered, I'm a prophet too, just as you are. And an angel gave me this command from the Lord. He's lying, mind you. Bring him home with you. This prophet, this old prophet is telling this man that the Lord said, bring him home with you so he can have something to eat and drink. Cap. Verse 19. So they went back together and the man of God ate and drank at the prophet's home. Then while they were sitting at a table, a command from the Lord came to the prophet. He cried out to the man of God from Judah. This is what the Lord says. You have defied the word of the Lord and have disobeyed the command your Lord gave you. You came back to this place and ate and drank where he told you not to eat or drink. Because of this, your body will not be buried in the grave of your ancestors. A lion killed him. We need to listen to God's voice, not man's voice, dude. If God gives an order, it's good. It's wise and for our benefit. So we got to listen. If someone gives conflicting advice, conflicting words, tune it out because they don't know what they're talking about. They're lying and they're trying to get you off track. They're trying to knock you off your pivot. They're trying to get you to disobey the Lord so that you can fall into destruction. The prophet in this story literally died because he essentially chose to honor a man's voice over God's. Don't be foolish. Do not be foolish. If this man had the proper spirit of discernment and he had looked at the situation with his spiritual eyes, he would have peeped. God just told me that I can't have no food. I can't have no drink, right? But here this prophet go telling me that God just told him that I could eat and drink. Somebody lying. Cause God told me this and you told me this. Somebody lying and I know my God is not a liar. I know my God is not a liar. So I'm not finna listen to you cause you try to get me caught up. Do you see where I'm going? Like test the spirit, bro. We have to be discerning every single day of our lives. We have to be discerning of every situation we encounter because look, the enemy is out here to still kill and destroy and the devil is a liar. He uses lies to get into your mind and have you disobey God. The devil is a liar, okay? That is who the devil is. God is honest. The devil is a liar. Think about God's character every single second of your life. God is honest. God don't lie. He is not a man that he should lie. The devil is a liar. That's his makeup. He is dishonest. If someone tells you something that does not match up with what God has told you, with what this word of God says, it is untrue and should not be listened to tune it out because <laughs> the enemy sends people to knock us off of our pivot bro in this story the old prophet he had one goal and that was to get this the other prophet caught up what a pity that the other prophet was not obedient or discerning because that led to his death and that is what the devil wanted the devil wants to kill children of god he wants to steal our lives, he wants to destroy our lives, and he wants to kill us. So test the spirit every single time because if it didn't come from God, then who did it come from? The enemy. So I say all that to say, pray for more discernment, discipline and discernment. We have to be disciplined enough to be able to hear God's voice and obey it and discerning enough to be able to see into situations with our spiritual eyes. If we don't, 
tighten up. We out here moving foolishly, moving real gullible. We gonna get caught up and get eaten by a lion like the man in this story. <laughs> Pray that God will open your eyes and allow you to see into situations clearly and be able to make the right choices in the moment. Another thing about obedience and understanding God's character, we said that God keeps his promises, right? He's a promise keeper. He remains faithful to those who obey him. You're not just going to be prospered if you're not obedient. Obedience is the key to prospering in this life, not just materially, but spiritually. We're going to do some more reading. We're doing a lot of reading today. This is just a Bible study on First Kings, I guess. So look, God told Elijah to go to live in the village of Zarephath near the city of Sidon, where he instructed a widow there to feed him. He obeys and he goes to that, the village. And lo and behold, what did she do? She fed him. Even though she didn't have a single piece of bread in her house, there was flour left in her jar and a little bit of olive oil. God allowed this widow to have enough flour and olive oil in the containers to eat for many days and make a meal with it. That's a, that's a message right there, but that's not what we own. Um, the, the main point of this story is that the widow's son was dying, right? He was sick and he died. Because Elijah cried out to God, prayed that God would bring her child back to life. God did just that. Elijah's obedience saved this child's life, brought blessings to another, another person. Like your obedience can be a blessing to other people. Like it's not even just about you at this point. There's just so much benefit that comes from being obedient. God heard Elijah's prayer and the life of the child returned and he revived. He told the woman, your son is alive. Then she said to Elijah, now I know for sure that you are a man of God and that the Lord truly speaks through you. God will put you in situations for you to glorify him and show other people that he exists. He will make sure that in your situation, you proclaim his name so that other people can see that's a man of God. That's a woman of God. I know God is real because of how she acts. I know God is real because of how she speaks. I know God is real because of how she walks. Your life is a testimony to other people, a testimony of God's goodness, of God's faithfulness, of God's love, of God's loyalty, of God's awesome power. That is a testimony that other people can see and be inspired to seek God out for themselves. At the end of the day, it's all about glorifying him. So your obedience, not only does it bless God, not only does it bless you, it blesses other people, guys. Come on now. Come on now. The prayers of the faithful. Come on now. James 5, 16. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. The earnest prayer of a righteous person. You got to be righteous. You got to obey the Lord. You have to be in right relationship with him. You are a blessing to other people's lives. Do you realize that? Do you realize that? You have the power. God can use you to help somebody else. Let me look at another version. The ferv the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. <laughs> I love the children's Bible sometimes. It's, it'd be breaking it down so simply. When a good person prays, great things happen. That makes me think about when I used to be like getting in situations when I was younger and I wouldn't get touched probably because my parents was praying for me. My grandparents was praying for me. I remember one time, this is so off track, but one time my sister, her tires like started tweaking on the road and her car started going like this. We're on this side of the road on the freeway. Her car starts going like this. We end up on the shoulder, the left shoulder, but we're spinning. We were spinning for a cool minute to the point where I thought we was gonna die. No car touched us. It was like, there was cars behind us. There was cars on the road. It was a busy freeway. But in that moment, it seemed like we was the only ones on that freeway. That was God protecting us. That was literally God, God's heads of protection around my sister's car, bro. My parents' prayers, my grandparents' prayers, 
Because it wasn't me that was living right. It wasn't, it wasn't my prayer. I don't even think I prayed in that moment. I was a teenage dirtbag, but the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. So keep on praying and pray without ceasing because God hears you. Like, wow. Woo! God is amazing. Yeah. First John 5, 14 to 15 promises us this is the assurance we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. Yeah, 2024 is the year of more obedience. I love this verse right here. Luke 6, 46 through 49 says, So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? <laughs> I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. It's like a person building a house who digs deep and lays a foundation on solid rock. Solid rock. When the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it is well built. But anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who built a house right on the ground without a foundation. When the flood sweep against that house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. All we got to do is obey. The world is ending. It's ending, y'all. It's fading away. But God is forever. God is forever. And God is infinity. So as crazy as 2024 might get, let God be a rock that we build our house upon. Okay? And not get distracted by the... Ugh the chaos in the world because it's it's chaotic and it's only going to get more chaotic we have to build our faith on solid rock on god nothing else because everything else is fleeting and if we build our faith on the ground without a foundation when the waves come we're gonna get swept away we gotta build it on god and be so fixed have our eyes so fixed on him that we are not swayed by nothing that's going on in the world Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do for I'm about to do something new. I'm about to do something new. God going to do something new. It says, see, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. God is going to do something new. New year, same God. God going to do something new. We just got to hold on. We got to hold on and keep our faith cemented in him. Ask that he increases as we decrease. Okay. John 3.30, he must increase, but I must decrease. He must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. He is the same. We have to stay fixed in the truth. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. He is the Alpha and Omega who is and was and who is to come, the Almighty. New Year saying, God, come on. That's what it is. Let's keep our eyes fixed on God this year and constantly remind ourselves of God's character so that whenever we get discouraged, when we get discouraged, because we, they, the, the days will come, we go back to that, that, that character study of God and we recite all the ways that he is so amazing and, and have him asking to renew our hope. Before I started, I was like, I don't know how long this is going to be because my notes was not that long, but God going to do it every time. You feel me? The Holy Spirit going to do it. It's the thizzle every single time. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode because I did. I hope this was a good edifying message for you and that you go through 2024 man with boldness and hope that God is with you always he hears you he loves you he sees you and he's coming back to save his children period <laughs> all right I love you guys thank you so much for listening I will talk to y'all all on my next episode bye